Somebody say you got a new friend But does she love you better than I can? And there's a big black sky over my tongue I know where you're at, but she's around Welcome to episode one, technically, of uh, Bronx meets Boston. This uh, te- We had our intro episode last time. We have, technically, this will be episode number one. Now that we've got the introduction out of the way, um, this is October 14th, 8.45 p.m. As of right now, the Yankees are playing golf and the Red Sox are playing baseball. I have my co-host here. Frankie, Ted, whatever you want to, whatever you guys know him by, he's here. How are uh, doing? I'm doing great. Yeah, I wish I could say the same. It's a, it's a rough, rough time for Yankee fans right now, especially watching the AL unfold. Yeah, so we got, you know, obviously, uh, depending on when this is being listened to by the audience, um, I assume most of it will be on Friday. Uh, October 15th, a.k.a. Game 1 of the ALCS, which the Red Sox are playing in. The, in the intro episode, I talked about how it's basically a battle to get swept by Tampa. Lo and behold, I underestimated my Boston Red Sox, who really kicked the shit out of Tampa Bay. It was great to see. And now we get to go against the Astros, who are in their fifth straight ALCS, which is crazy, honestly. Uh, you kind of no, forget no. about that. Didn't 17, know that. 18, 19, 20, 21. They've been the ASLS since the year they cheated. That's crazy. It is. And I, I am was, glad the Red Sox beat the uh, Rays, though. I, I think Kevin passed the bad. Okay, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Oh my god, this is terrible. Hold on, hold your horses. Apologies to those who are listening. I know we have Frankie Roboto over here. I don't know what's going on with his probably on his dad's 1990s. It's still on Windows 98 over there or some shit. I don't know what's going on. We got Frankie Roboto. I think he was talking about how he hates Kevin Cash or he doesn't really care that the Red Sox won. Are you back? He's not back. Do we need to restart? Do we need to restart? Hey, there you are. Are you back? Silence. Silence. Are you back? We're back. I see you now. Yeah, everything's good. I saw you the whole time. No, you were you went Frankie Roboto once we uh once we hit Kevin Cash that really triggered something on your computer. I hate Kevin Cash with a passion. 
Yeah, I got that. And then after that, it was all, uh, like I said, Frankie Roboto came out to play for a little bit. Um, you sounded good the whole time. Yeah, I mean, I always do. I'm a veteran around here. I know you're still new to the uh, new to the game, so it happens. You just got to roll with it. You know, I'm sure the, the listeners will appreciate it. It's just a little technical difficulties. It happens. No problem. Right. We're always talking baseball, though. That's we right. do it live. We, we do one take out here, you know, no edits, no nothing. We just roll the punches. Yeah, so ALCS, tough one to watch. I am Team Astros for this one. Um, Carlos Correa uh, will be the Yankees starting shortstop in 2022, so looking <laughs> forward to that. Hoping to get some big postseason hits this year and then hopefully translate that to New York. How are you feeling, Oliver, about the upcoming series? Uh, I feel – surprisingly good because the the Red Sox are in one of their hot streaks where they're playing unselfishly at the plate. Uh, Their, their downfall throughout the year has been, they tend to get selfish um, at at the plate and that, you know, causes chasing pitches, cold, you know, two week cold streaks, blah, blah, blah. It's like, how does this team win a game when you lose two out of three to Baltimore type of stuff? Uh, but they're they're clicking right now. They're all in. They just want to get runs across, and that's what they're doing in a bunch of different ways. We got they're hitting bombs. They're doing sack bunts in the bottom of the ninth inning. Like they got that. it all right now. Um, they're they're feeling hot, and obviously uh, Lance McCullers is out for the ALCS. So that mm-hmm. is gonna uh, that's like if the Red Sox were to lose Nate Evaldi, like that's a huge blow. Uh, they, they have to start. So game one will be Framber Valdez versus Chris Sale. I like Chris Sale starting game one for a couple of reasons. One, it gives you Nate Evaldi starting game two and game six, both on the road in pivotal games in a seven-game series. So I like that. He's your best pitcher right now. Chris Sale going game one. He'll be on a short leash with Pavetta and Hauk to back him up. Um, both of which... Real quick, real quick. I yeah. I absolutely hate Tanner Houck. I don't care. I, I don't know why, but I've I've grown a, a hate for Tanner Houck throughout this whole year. I think I don't know if it's the way he throws. I don't know if it's why people compare him to Sale, but honestly, I hate Tanner Houck. This is nasty. He sucks, dude. I he I, sucks. Him. I hate him, dude. He's nasty. He's uh he's shown inconsistency at time, but when he's on, he's on and he's unhittable. Like. He had a stretch here in the recently where he faced 27 batters and got 27 outs. So that's all you need to know about Tanner Houck. Uh, I think he was 28 for 28 at one point. Um, and between, I think that was between three games. Uh, so he he's nasty. He's the guy that you want to go in and throw three, four innings and he'll shut him down. Um, and so, like I was saying, Chris Sale game one, on a short leash with how can Pavetta to back him up if he blows up again. Like he's historically not very good against Houston in game one specifically, uh, 2016 or no, 2017 um, was when game one, he let up like three home runs to the Astros and they got killed. So, yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, I like Chris Allen game one. Because uh, if he found something like he's, he said he did in his bullpen the other day, then you have, you know, ace Chris Sale against Framber Valdez game one. But 
coming back to it, the Red Sox two and five against the Astros this year. I think all those games are in April and May, so it was a long time ago. They're both essentially completely different teams. Uh, and the Astros, their one through seven is terrifying. Yeah. Just absolutely terrifying. Their experience, they're nasty. You worry about Altuve, Correa, Bregman, and then all of a sudden you have Tucker, Jordan, Michael Brantley. Uh, I'm forgetting one one guy in there yeah. that – Yuli, yeah. He led yeah. the AL in bat. The 37-year-old, who I didn't even know, is old as rocks. Yeah, he's old as it's shit. Like he's 24, still getting it done. Yeah. So Astros 1 through 7 is tough. They're 8 and 9 guys with basically automatic out, which is nice. But um, I, I feel pretty good because I think they're going to be able to hit. I think it's going to be an offensive series. You're going to see a lot of runs. I don't see many pitching duels. Um, maybe the Evaldi game will be a little, little scoring. But other than that, I think you're going to see a lot of runs throughout the whole series. A lot, of, a lot of bullpen meltdowns. I, actually, the, the Astros probably have uh, the advantage in the back end of the bullpen, but the middle of the bullpen, you got to give to the Red Sox because how Pavetta Whitlock is uh, are, are pretty, pretty, pretty filthy right now coming out of the bullpen. I will, is, is Matt Barnes alive? Like, is he like is he physically on the team? He he didn't make the ABS roster. He got added when Richards went hurt, got hurt, which is a big loss, honestly, because Garrett Richards turned into a really good weapon of the bullpen. Yeah, I remember and, that. Uh, he, got, he got hurt after game one. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was. It, it might have been a hamstring or something, and they put Matt Barnes on. He pitched in the blowout game in Tampa and was a mess. So you have no confidence out of Matt Barnes or Adam Adovino, who had an awful September as well. So your best reliever is Garrett Willock. He's been your best reliever all year. So thank you for that one, Brian Cashman in the Yankees organization. We appreciate that. Um, Dunk, I don't have any response to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, not not the best. That's a good move by uh, Bloom. Yeah, one of many good moves by Bloom. I didn't, I didn't know how to pronounce his name until Oliver physically said it for the first time. I thought it was Chime. <laughs> I thought it was like chime. I was like, oh, they got no, chime bloom. I still bloom, need it. baby. Don't forget it. Uh, so update out of Yankees camp. Uh, since y'all are all riding high, we fired our hitting coach. As I mm-hmm. said in the intro pod, we have our hitting coach hit under 250 in the major league. So that was a good move by Cashman to let him go. Um, we have um fired Phil Nevin, our third base coach, who stupidly sent Aaron Judge to the plate on probably one of the best relays I've ever seen in the wild card game. And next up is I'm not gonna speak on Boo next up, I think is firing Michael Fishman, our de- analytics guy, because it seems like um it's not working putting Joey Gallo in a lineup that has strikes out 250 times a game and t- saying to play Brett Gardner every day. So I think we need to do that. Big take. I think the Yankees uh, signed Kevin Kiermaier this winter. God, I hate Kevin. I know. We all hate him. He's, he's, like, a, he's like a younger Brett Gardner. Like he's not Brett... even – he's 31. What? He's Kiermaier's been 31. He's, he's been in the league forever. He's he always is... been hurt too. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real quick, I wanted to get your socks. Um – Hitter and pitcher, MVPs of the year. Uh, Sox, I, I think it's 
pretty easy. I'm going Nate Evaldi, who led the major leagues in Fangraphs War, uh, or American League pitchers for Fangraphs War. I'm not a big war guy, but that's still a pretty cool stat. Very inflated ERA, incredibly reliable all year. Every time he goes up there, I feel like he's going to dominate. And for the most part, he was he was very good this year. A couple blowups, but whatever. That's going to happen to almost everybody. So Nate Baldy, second place uh, in that category, probably Garrett Whitlock. And hitter, I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go Devers because I don't necessarily. Just despite his slumpiness, he, he go, he's hot and cold on batting and fielding. When he's good, he's really, really good. He's MVP-level player all around, but then he has his two, three-week stretches where he makes seven errors and hits 140. So that part's annoying, but at the end of the year, I think he hit 280, OPS over 938 bombs. Um He's probably, I think he was like a top three in extra base hits throughout the the major leagues all year. So I'll go Devers. Devers and Ivaldi. I think most people would agree with that. Some people might lean, um, some people might lean Xander or JD or even, even Schwarber, but he obviously hasn't been there all year, but he was a beast since they got him. Yeah. Yeah. I think for the Yankees, uh, I, I'm going to start with Aaron Judge. I mean, he was your most consistent guy all year. No brainer. Uh, I mean, second half, I might, I'd probably give it to Stanton. Um, I mean, uh, Stanton still leads the MLB postseason in batting average, by the way. But uh, he's play one game. 750 other than that. Um, but, I mean. By the way, John Carl Stanton just owns Fenway Park. It's crazy. I yeah, for the people listening, I sent Oliver. I think it was during a couple series before. It, I think it was the series in Shenway, and like Stanton hit a home run the first night, and I sent Oliver like a a, a picture on our Discord. It was Stanton. It was like it was like him, him holding the baby. It was the Red Sox logo. It was like Stanton is your daddy. And he was like he was like oh shut up. Like he's always talked against the Red Sox historically. Ever since that, John Carlos Stanton has been in an absolute tear versus the Red Sox, hitting three home four home runs in three games. So, I mean, looking forward to that. Too bad nobody else did anything and they got their ass kicked. Yeah. So we got, so we got judge as the Yankees MVP. Um, So season we wanted from him season, we wanted from Stanton, honestly, but I like judge more pitching. Pitching's tough. I'm going to give, I'm going to give. I know who I would give it to the Yankees. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it to Clay Holmes because Clay Holmes is absolutely disgusting. But I can't do that because he wasn't here the whole year. So I think okay. I'm actually going to give it to Loisaga because Loisaga was literally our best reliever all year. What about um, Jordan Montgomery? He overperformed I, all year. He was I, sneaky good this year. Yeah. Jordan, Jordan Montgomery was famous for pitching five innings to six innings, one run, and getting one run and run support. That's what he does. He was good this year. He even three eight three ERA, one point two eight WHIP, 157 at one hundred fifty seven innings, one hundred sixty two strikeouts. No one really expected that. That's what I mean. I think out of all the Yankees pitchers, he probably overperformed uh, expectations like the greatest out of the starters. Anyways, like Garrett Cole, yeah, he was Garrett Cole. Really yeah. bad September uh, for him, unfortunately. Probably hampered by injuries. Um. Will probably come in second place for Cy Young, maybe first. I think that's kind of a toss up. It is a toss up. 
Um, Talk I'm, about that later in the show. I'm not. I'm not too gung ho on either of those guys. Robbie Ray helped me win fantasy baseball championships, so I thank him for that. Yeah, I'm just looking at Loisga's stats. I mean, oh man, Frankie, what are we I'm doing? Sorry, listeners. Oh my god, I'm sorry. But anyway, Loisga, 2.17 ERA. 70 innings pitch, 70 strikeouts. I mean, he throws a sinker that moves about as long as your arm. So, I mean, that's good to play with. No one expected him to be really good at all. I mean, he was more of like a blowout guy that would pitch. So, I like this little reliever role that we have him in. Stop comparing him to Mariano Rivera. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Stop doing that. Because Yankees fans, every time we get someone good, we compare him to someone who used to play for the team. And I hate doing that. Let Loisa be him. I think we'll be good. Yeah, he almost had a good year as Garrett Whitlock. <laughs> what were what were Whitlock's stats for stats for Whitlock's stats? final numbers? Eight and four in 46 games, 73 innings, 196 ERA, um, 81 strikeouts in 73 innings, to where's the walk? 17 walks in 73 innings. 1.1 wow. whip. That's that's one you don't uh that's one you don't let go of right there. That's one that you yeah. uh it's a tough scene, but you know, keep on moving. Uh, what else we got? What is the what is the Red Sox X Factor player to winning this series against the Astros? Uh probably Kike again. I probably can't say Kike because I think it is. I think it rides with Kike or I think, okay, how about this? The leadoff hitter, whether they lead off with Kike or lead off with Schwarber, that's going to be the tone setter because they, whoever was leading off was the tone setter all series against Tampa. Uh, yeah. And I, I, I think you're going to, you're going to get good at bats. Xander, Devers, JD are all going to produce. And if you want to give a, another X factor, I'll say Hunter Renfro. Um I don't expect much out of uh, the bottom of the orders, eight and nine, uh, whoever's catching Vasquez or Ploiecki. And then I don't even know who's batting ninth. Christian Arroyo, who I'm, I'm a huge Christian Arroyo guy, actually. I love that dude. Um, he's really what Boston's about is just grit, fighting, giving, all, giving it all, good defender for probably might be the best infielder the Red Sox have. Hmm. He probably is. I don't even think it's close. Although Dahlbeck plays an above-average first base, low-key. Schwarber's terrible. That's fine. He hits bombs. But at the end of the day... That flip was, that flip was amazing. Yeah, that was so fucking cool, man. I want Schwarber... By the way, side note, I want Schwarber, like, lifetime contract. I don't care what he wants. Just get him here and figure it out. Because uh-huh. the man can just... The man can hit. He's got a great personality. fits in well. Uh, but other than that, if... If you're not letting me pick the leadoff hitter, I'll go Hunter Renfro as the X factor. Renfro has a big series here. Uh, I'm feeling really good because then you have one, then you have one through seven, um, that you with without really any major holes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll go hitter. That's your X factor, and then pitcher wise, it'll be um, it'll be which Chris Sale do you get? Yeah. Are you going to get the letting up a grand slam to Jordan Luplau, Chris Sale, or are you going to get the the one you were seeing in August and September? I don't know. Yeah, I think the Yankees' X factor this week is um, how Steinbrenner deciding or not if he wants to keep Aaron Boone. Um, 
as we posted on our Twitter page, the Yankees were um, leaning towards keeping Aaron Boone. Don't yep. know how I feel about that. Big fan. Point. Big fan. Um, I, I personally, as a person, I like Aaron Boone. I like some of his stuff he says is stupid. He loves the players. Just keep him as like a bench coach. Like like a player relations guy because everyone loves Aaron Boone, but we need we need someone we need we need someone at the someone new steering this ship because this is not okay. You want someone new? Who do you want? That's the thing. Um, See, that's a thing. That's a problem with like Boston sports a lot too. Is like oh, fire this guy, fire that guy, move on. We can't do it. Like okay, fire Josh McDaniels. Okay, who's your replacement? You want to go get Bill O'Brien? All right. That you fire Alex Cora after 2019. Okay, who do you want? Ron Ranke? How did that work out in 2020? Not so great. So that's my first question is as a as if I were a Yankees fan, I don't know who I would want. Um, my instinct, like they've shown that they love former players, whether they played for the Yankees or not. So I'm automatically going to like a Jorge Posada type of guy. Is he interested in coaching, managing? I don't know. I don't know if he's interested in it, but I can't like, I I can't really pinpoint uh, any other like players that used to be on the Yankees that uh, are in coaching nowadays. I I don't know. I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't know that much. Yeah. I mean, I think Jorge is actually doing something for the Marlins because him and Jeter. Okay. That makes sense. So. I mean, the names that are getting thrown out, I can't remember the Astros bench coach name off the top of my head, but he's in the mix. Um, I heard Bruce Bochy's name. Don't want him. Buck Showalter. I'm not as upset of hearing Buck Showalter's name. I mean, he used to manage the team. So. I want him nowhere near my team in this day and age. I mean, I, he is such an old school guy. Like, That's what I, I mean. He's after, like- every, after every Yankees game, I've tuned to, like, Yes Network. I know – Boston has like Ness. What is it called? Nesson. Yeah, Nesson. Yep. Yeah. So I tune in the yes just to hear like what like I like to hear what the players say after games and stuff. Yep. And Buck Showalter is the most old head fuck I have ever heard talk about baseball. It is so bad to watch him. He commentated a game on MLB Network earlier in the year, and it was brutal. Yeah, brutal. he's he's on MLB Network a lot, um, like MLB Tonight type stuff. I can't stand that guy. I never. Uh, I wasn't around when. Or, yeah, I wasn't around when he was uh, managing the Yankees, but he managed the Orioles, obviously. And, oh, man, I can't stand him. I wouldn't want him anywhere near my team if I were in the hunt for a manager. I, that just screams a little rusa to me. Uh, saying, I, I think they're pretty similar types of, type of managers where they're, like you said, they're old, they're old school. They're stuck in their way. Um, they, I, most of – not most, but a big part of managing – baseball team this this day and age is getting the players getting the best out of your players relating to them talking to them basically becoming their friend that's um, right that, that's what alex that's what alex cora is best at uh is in game manager how is he he's got his good days his bad days he knows how to manage in october there's no doubt about that he knows how to work a rotation in a bullpen in october he's proven that time and time again now and he he can get to his he can get to his hitters whether it's devers bogarts jd mookie in the past he knows how to get the best out of those guys that's what alex Horth dives at that's what the yankees need to find because boone's too scared to criticize his players he's always deflecting blame or or whatnot and 
do players like him? Sure, but players would have died for Joe Girardi back in the day. I remember in uh, was that sixteen when they made it to the ALCS unexpectedly? 17. They just seventeen. I'm thinking about when they lost to Cleveland. When did we lose to Cleveland? That was sixteen, wasn't it? Because Houston we won in seventeen and sixteen. I think it did. No, we though because that was the year we sold Chapman and Andrew Miller. And the Cubs won. We didn't make yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we 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 even lost to the Indians in a postseason series. Oh no, you beat that's what yeah, that's right. You beat in the Cleveland in, and then you lost to the Astros in seven and seven. Yeah, we were down two out oh, of okay. Cleveland, and then we had a crazy run. Right, and you won three. Okay, 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 that year game at home. It was that year. I think it was. It it was either after game two against Cleveland or after game seven against Houston. I remember hearing stories about how players were. Like there was all, by the way, finding a manager after making it to game seven in, in a championship series is banana land. I don't, I don't care what team you are and, what, and what, your, what your expectations are. That was crazy. You see the expectations. You weren't supposed to make the playoffs that year. That's what you I mean. And one game of the World Series, and you pro- arguably could have won the World Series with a couple different moves and stuff like that. But I mean, that was crazy. That was a, that was a crazy year. That was a painful year for for Red Sox fans. But my point was, like, those players were putting it all on the line for Joe Girardi that year. They were – they did – there were stories they were doing that corny-ass thing where they all took their jerseys and put them on Joe Girardi's desk out of, out of like, a sign of, um, you know, we got your back, like, we, we don't want to play for anybody else type of thing, and then they fucking fired him a week later. So They fired him the day after. You know that. They fired yeah, him the day after that, games. That's crazy. So – um, I don't I don't know if Aaron Boone has that type of command of the locker room over there or or what's going on. Um, it doesn't sound like I think players talk. I think if your arch rival wins the World Series, goes through a rebuild, and then beats you, all while you're on your same core, something has to change. And I don't think you can just change your hitting coach and your pitching coach. I think you need to make a managerial change or a general manager change. Real quick, let's um, let's name every let's name all the players that were on the 18 team that beat us in the DS and the team now. All the impact players. So we got Bogarts, we got JD. You have Rafael Devers. You got Devers. You got Sale. That's, that's the lineup and Vasquez. So four. Yeah, but you're the Red Sox whole outfield is gone. Your best player from that team is not there because that was Mookie's MVP year. He's gone. Yep. Yeah, Jackie Bradley, who's gone. Your defense is significantly worse. Ben Intendi had his best career, has had his best year that year. He's gone. The only pitcher back in the rotation is Sale because Evaldi was out of the bullpen most of that year in the playoffs, remember? He was your he was your ace in the hole that year. Like to he, started, he started game four, though, didn't he? Game, in the World Series? Three. No, game three against us in the DS. That's the game we got. Brock Holt hit for the cycle. Yeah, did Evaldi start that game? I honestly don't remember. I think he did. Because it was Sale game one, someone else game Erod game – I don't know. I think – no, Price. It was Price. Yankees Price. Yeah. Sanchez's biological son. Right, I went to that game. It was awful. I remember because I sent a, I sent a, um, because the Yankees hit like two home runs in the first two. Gary Sanchez hit the furthest home run I've ever seen. Yeah, I, I texted Oliver because 
then we weren't on Discord. We were on group me, and I texted him. I said, "Did you catch that?" I remember specifically. I was like, "Did you did that one come to you, Oliver?" Because he was in the outfield. That was the furthest home run I've ever seen. It was over like where the flagpole was in left center of Fenway. It was in. Never had that hit your car. Apparently, it was terrifying. But then you know they they scored sixteen runs and won the series. So what are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah. the whole bullpen is different, right? Barnes is probably the only returning guy, and he's not even pitching this year. Yeah. So that that, that's what I mean. You you have. Oh, I forgot about Ryan Brazier. He's on the team this year. Yeah. He was he hurt? I did not hear. Yeah, he yeah he was hurt like all of last year and all this year. Gotcha. That's Uh, what I. And. So I'd say that team is what seventy percent different, probably seventy seventy five, close to it. And the Yankees have the same manager, right? They have same bullpen core. Well, they had who? We have Chad. We have Chad. We have Chad Green. They still have like Andrew Miller back then, though. No, no. Okay. Chad Green and Chapman are two guys. I mean, we had Lewisaga, but that doesn't count. Um, Britain, but he's hurt. But we still had – trying to think what our starters were. We had Sebi, yep. but Sebi wasn't used because he wasn't built up yet. Um, but, I mean, our lineup-wise, Gary, you got Voight. A even lot though, of the lineup is the same. Yeah, I mean, you got Glaber. You got – you didn't have DJ. You didn't have Gio or Shella. But you still have Judge, still have Stanton. Yeah, but that was uh, – what's-his-name's uh, breakout year? Who's the third baseman? Anduar. Yeah. First of all, can I just say? Oh, that was Jay Hat playoff here. Yeah, yeah. And Hap Tanaka. Hap started game one, gave up a bomb to JD. I remember that. Tanaka was game two. We need, we need, I, I said we should hire Hideki Matsui because he'd bring Tanaka back. Game three was Evaldi and Severino. Game four was Porcello and Cece. Porcello has the worst MVP or Cy Young award ever, by the way. It's going to be top this year. For it's, it's, it's one of the worst ones, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to complain about it. Yeah. So, well, so what else we got? We got any other thing to talk about? Um, tonight, Dodgers-Giants. What are your, what's your take on that real quick? I think the, the Dodgers are over-managing. I think – The Knable thing? Yeah. I, I don't like that personally, but whatever. It'll, it'll probably fucking work for them. Not knowing them, I think it's just corny and lame. But what are you gonna do? I want the Giants to win. I would like to. I would like to see them going a run. I think a Braves Red Sox World Series is mighty appealing, even though the Braves uh, aren't gonna beat whoever comes out of that. Yeah, yeah. It it is it is it's gonna be a fun playoffs this year. Uh, it's already been a pretty. It hasn't been a great playoff so far. Besides this a game, a lot of t- blowouts, honestly. Yeah, but to, I think the, I think it's really going to start heating up these next this next week or two. The uh, the NL has been a lot uh, a lot more evenly matched than the AL because let's like Tampa five zero win and then the Red Sox blew the doors off. But games three and four, you're close. You're extra close. innings and in bottom of the ninth, so that's exciting. But the Astro series was pretty one sided. Yeah, even the game they lost was a blowout. It wasn't like a good game. Uh huh. Let's see. 
I wrote down, I wrote down some notes. So let's see if we covered everything. And the Brewers, the Brewers Brave series was like on your, your edge of your seat the whole time. Like all those games were low scoring and close. They were always Freddie within Freeman reach. Sent that ball to the moon. Extend Freddie. Extend Freddie. That's right. Extend Judge. Extend Judge. Give him all he wants. Give him. Don't give him all he wants. Don't don't do that. Give Judge. Give Judge money. And. Yeah, yeah, I th- I think the Red I, I honestly think the Red Sox can beat Houston. Will they? Um, we'll see. We will say I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say they do win. I'm gonna say it in six games. I think they close it out game six with Evaldi on the mound in Houston against who's their second fucking starter? I don't even know. Uh, I don't I don't even know. Evaldi, oh, Luis Garcia, the fucking cornball with the stupid goddamn windup. I hate that guy. <laughs> he's the most annoying player to go against that will be the show. Yes. And he's the most frustrating pitcher to watch in baseball. But he is good. He's pretty solid. Let's see. Let's see what else we got. I mean, it's gonna do award predictions. We can do that at a later time. Yeah, Real we'll quick, when the Red Sox are gone. Favorite favorite Yankee Sox moment in your lifespan? I mean, Dave Roberts. That was that was before you, but when uh, when you, Dave, you explain a little young audience here. Okay, well, first of all, do some research. Go watch Four Days in October. It'll break oh, your heart. Yeah. Go watch that. You'll learn a little bit about your heritage. I did. I did watch it. It was a it was a really good documentary, but a hard. Yeah, so Dave Roberts, game four, Mariano on the mound, Red Sox down by one in the ninth inning, 2004. Dave Roberts, pinch runs for Kevin Millar after after walking, steal second when everybody on the planet knew he was stealing, still stole off Mariano and Jorge, and then Bill Miller, RBI up the middle, RBI up the middle, scores a run. Obviously, you know the rest. Red Sox go on to come back down 3-0. That sets a tone. Um, I don't, I was, I was young at the time. I was eight years old. So I, I'm not too, too, like it's not stuck in my memory. The one that is stuck in my memory. Uh, I, I went to the game the other day. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I still remember the Eduardo Nunez play in game four to close it out in Yankee stadium in 18. That was talk cardiac Craig over there, Craig Kimbrell. Um, just did not make anything easy that entire postseason, was constantly on edge, constantly making 30-pitch nine innings, um, just making you sweat, and that was uh, such a sigh of release. I love ending the Yankee seasons. That's twice in the past four years we've got to end the Yankee seasons in the playoff after yeah. not playing the playoffs since 2004. So it was a long hiatus, and it's been just absolute bliss since then. Yeah, um... You mean 14, not 2004. About what? You said we hadn't played in the playoffs since 2004. Yeah. 2014? I'm confused. You said the Red Sox haven't played in the playoffs since 2004. Against the Yankees. Oh, 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 oh. I thought you meant like in general. I was about to say, y'all won like two more rings. Yeah. Oh, I know. Trust me. Actually, three, but who's counting? Yeah. Damn. I'm sad to say my favorite Yankee Sox moment is not a postseason moment. I know it. I know it's. Uh, well, that's the life of your Yankee fan. Ah, it sucks, doesn't it? For I you? would say the most vivid in my memory is when 
God, I don't even remember at this point. I think I think it was the it was 2019 when y'all were really bad. I think it was the comeback that we had in the eighth inning against Kimbrell because I think Gardner hit a triple and Judge hit an absolute bomb to center field because I remember we were down a lot that game and we kind of came back. Yeah, so, I don't remember that at all. So yeah, must have been I, pretty irrelevant. Judge hit a ball. Judge hit a ball off of his son um, straight to center field on a line drive. So that was cool. But, I mean, I don't really have anything that sticks out to me. I would say Aaron Boone's grand slam, but Aaron Boone's managerial, managerial experience has, like, waved off his grand slam. Or not his grand slam. His walk-off. Yeah, home run against Tim Wakefield. Yeah. Um, again, I was pretty young back then, so I don't – I wasn't, like, a diehard baseball nerd, and that was definitely past my bedtime. But, you know, you look back and, and look at that, what a heartbreak. Right, yeah, for Red Sox fans anyway. But what you I'll gotta see you later. Yep. So and you didn't even win, the Yankees didn't win the World Series that year, so who does it even matter? Yeah, who do we lost to the Marlins? That's right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Up until uh, last year, the Marlins had never lost a postseason series. I remember that. Every year they made it, they won the whole thing, which is funny. So what? They have two or one? They have two. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Led by Dave Dombrowski. Dave Dombrowski put that team together for the Marlins. Who was on that team? I know we're getting all talk. Who was on that team? We had Miggy. They had John Trell Willis. They didn't have Miggy yet. I thought Miggy was a part of that postseason. Mm, I don't think he was. I think he came on. He might have. I thought his rookie year was 04. Oh, well. I could be wrong. I might be wrong. No, it was rookie year. He okay, two thousand three. He when he got called up halfway through the year, so he was probably on that postseason team. Yeah. Uh, all right. Is that all we got? I gotta go watch Tom Brady throw five touchdowns against Philly. Yeah, I think that's all we got. We'll be back. Um, I don't know. Probably after the Red Sox or after the ALCS, maybe during it. I don't know. Unless I don't know. We'll play. You know, let's go with the flow. We'll go with the flow. Go with the flow until we get something. Red set. Sox gets Red Sox gets swept. Oliver's gonna need a, a minute to recuperate. If the Red Sox sweep, Oliver's gonna be yelling at me the whole time. So, mm-hmm. I, I think that's how a lot of this podcast is gonna go. Though one of us is just gonna yell, be yelling at each other about how hyped we are about our team. One of us is gonna be in depression. I mean, at least for the next all this this winter, I'll be chilling. If we sign Corey Seager or a shortstop, and we get we we make something happen, just now. I'll be on my hands. You can keep winning off seasons. I'll keep winning playoff series. Oh, man. (laughs) All right. We'll be back next time.